And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That is not from our reading for today in Matthew chapter 5. Instead, it is from Luke chapter 23. The words of Jesus in Luke, however, put our reading from the fifth chapter of Matthew, verses 38 through 48, into perspective. Our passage from Matthew chapter 5 is a hard passage. It is not hard like certain matters of theology, such as the mystery of the Incarnation, how can God be man, or the mystery of the Eucharist, what, how can bread become Jesus, or the mystery of the Trinity, how can God be three persons and yet undivided? It is not hard as in some of the strange sayings we will occasionally encounter, such as why did Paul say that women will be saved through childbearing, or why is a prophet allowed to get away with having a bear kill a couple of bratty children who teased him for being bald? Nor our passage for today is not hard for any of those reasons. It is not a mystery of theology. It is not so strange. It is difficult to understand. It is not seemingly ungodly behavior that makes today's passage so difficult. Today's passage is so difficult because it is exactly godly behavior. Today's passage is so difficult because it is not strange. In fact, it is extremely easy to understand. Today's passage is so difficult because it contains no mystery. You see, today's passage is so difficult because it tells us what to do, and we simply do not want to do it. Today's passage is so difficult because there is no wiggle room. Today's passage is so difficult because it holds us to God's standard, forcing us to confront the fact that our standards for ourselves are much more appealing. Today's passage is so difficult because it tells us to not fight back and to love those who hate us. Jesus tells us to put an end to an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth before we are all rendered blind and are in need of dentures. As a result, people have for centuries been reading this passage as if it were symbolic or somehow means something completely different than what it does. The plain words of Jesus are ignored in order that we can keep fighting and not forgiving. Over the years, I have heard multiple people preach and teach that when Jesus says, if a person hits you on the right cheek, turn to him also the left, is that what Jesus means is if somebody insults you, somebody backhand slaps you, then you must not resist the insult. And the word that is translated for us as to strike or as to hit can mean to slap. It is one of the definitions or one of the translating terms. The more common meaning, however, is to strike with a rod or a club or a whip. But even when limited to striking with a hand, there is an expectation that the blow will be substantial enough to knock the person to the ground. 
Jesus used the word that he used on purpose because all of those offenses are covered by what Jesus says. It does not matter if the offender only slaps. It does not matter if the offender uses a rod or a club or a whip. It does not matter if the blow is a mere insult. It does not matter if the blow knocks you to the ground. St. John Chrysostom read this passage and its plain meaning and offered this reply. What then? It is said, ought we not to resist the evil one? Indeed we ought, but not in this way, but as Jesus has commanded, by giving one's self up to suffer wrongfully. For in this way you prevail over him, for one fire is not quenched by another, but fire by water. Jesus was arrested and slapped around. Jesus was brought before Caiaphas and the council where he was insulted and abused. Jesus was brought before Herod where he was further insulted and abused. Jesus was sent to Pilate where he was abused verbally in the form of the insults and physically with rods and clubs and whips. Jesus was forced to carry the instrument of his execution to the place where he would die, and the people mocked him all along the way and while he was taking his last struggling breath. And as he did so, Jesus said, Father, forgive them. Jesus tells us in our passage for this morning, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than the others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same. You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Forgiveness is one of the hardest things any person is called to do. Forgiveness runs directly opposite of what the world expects us to do. The extreme difficulty of forgiveness is why this passage is so often treated as if only symbolic or in other ways of explaining it away, because that way it will allow us to continue to hate others who are equally created by God in God's own image. But forgiveness is the water St. Chrysostom mentioned by which we put out all the flames of hatred. Forgiveness is the way by which we can become perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. Has somebody wronged you? Put out the fire. Become perfect like God, our Heavenly Father. Forgive. Amen.